Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Hey, y'all. My name is Willie Lawson, and this is Fight Back 2020, our weekend wrap. Uh, Man, it has been crazy town, and it's getting to be more crazy town. Uh, Apparently, the president is going to announce um, Monday a a plan to go into some of these cities that have been uh, taken over and, and, and have experienced roughshod treatment by some of the left and restoring um, law and order to these places, which is, yeah, if you ask, if you ask Willie, it's, it's about time. It's about time. It's, um, it's been, it's, it's been a summer of, of hate. It's been a summer of, uh, of confusion and fire. And it's about, and it's about time that it come to an end. <sighs> yeah. And you know, and it's interesting what we need to start looking at. It's, it's super interesting to see that there is actually resistance to it. See, this is this is what's telling. This is what's telling. I, no, and I'm not opening a beer. That's actually a um, a Winn Dixie uh, brand of original sparkling water. It's not a beer. Promise you. I promise you. Um, not that if you want to crack open a, a cold one right now and enjoy it. Enjoy it while I enjoy my sparkling water. Hang on a second. You may go right ahead. Um, but, you know, it's, it is it is amazing and it's telling that some of these cities and some of these mayors, um, some of them who are being recalled, uh, like the mayor of Seattle who is being recalled and the mayor of Boise, Idaho, who is being recalled. It's It's amazing. That there is resistance to restoring peace and restoring, restoring law and order in these cities. That there is resistance to that. Now, that should be enough for people to go, hmm. Now, you ain't got to be a MAGA hat, uh, tinfoil hat wearing tr- uh, Trump supporter. Who, you know what, That at the, every, at the end of every Facebook post is, is MAGA, tw- you know what, is Trump 2020. You ain't got to be that person. You have to be a person who goes, why is having a peaceful society, why is that bad? Why are these people fighting a peaceful society? Why did the mayor of Seattle allow the Chaz or Chop or Chip or whatever the hell that was to go on for a month or so? Why did, why did it end when somebody got killed? Why didn't I mean, and to call it the summer of summer, it's going to be a summer of love. What the hell? Amazing. And now she is all indignant because a um, a court a um, a court in Seattle in in Washington has allowed the petition, her recall petition, to go through. So and and it's interesting. It isn't just those in the center. There's nobody on the right in, in freaking Washington, especially in Seattle. But it isn't just the people in the center, it's the people on the far left who don't think she's gone far left enough. You know, what the hell is wrong with people who want, um, I don't know, to live in a peaceful society? What is wrong with them? What sort of demonic 
oppression are they are they under? What kind of demonic possession are they under? That they want hell. They want fires. They want uh, they want murder. They want mayhem. They want rooting. I mean, looting and rioting. I almost said rooting. That's sort of rioting and looting at the same time. Rooting. Um, they want this as a normal part of life to push some sort of agenda that they're not willing not, not, not willing to fill to fully discuss about what the hell it is. Right? They want the defunding of police departments. And here's here's the deal. Uh, most of Americans do not want the defunding of police departments. They don't. You know, in, in some recent polls, 70% of people are like, no, defunding the police is a bad idea. No, I'm, 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 I'm police. I stay, <laughs> you know, no police stay. No, 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 police stay. No defund. No. <laughs> I know, I know, a family guy reference, I know. Um, so it, 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 it is absolutely freaking amazing. Um, so that's coming next week. We're gonna, we'll probably talk about that in the wrap-up next, the, the end of next week. Excuse me, I need to get a sip of this delicious sparkling water. I spent a lot of time outside today and got majorly dehydrated. My fault, stupid me. Um <laughs> But I'm I'm working on it now. I got I got I got to go back out there tomorrow, so I got to be I have to be hydrated and ready to go uh, to, to greet our guests and uh, do the kind of job that they are paying me to do. All right, um, let's talk a little COVID. I know we've been talking, you know, everybody and their mom have been talking COVID. Let's talk a little COVID, right? Let's talk about. Why? This is still going on. You know? This is, a, a, you know what, an insane sort of thing. Why is this going on? And why is it, and, and it, it isn't, and I, I need to preface all this again. Because a lot of our detractors will try to misrepresent what we're saying. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? That our detractors, the people who disagree with, will, will try to misrepresent what we're saying. Well, you know what? Good luck with that. Because here's what... Let me, let me preface this first. I am in no way, in no shape, in no form saying that the that COVID-19... Coronavirus, SARS, SARS two, whatever it's being called, whatever we're talking about here, is a hoax. I do not believe it's a hoax. I believe that the virus exists, and I believe that it is that the virus has killed a number of people. But I also believe it's not that different than a seasonal flu that also ha kills any number of people on a yearly basis. And it's usually the same demographic that is in danger. The flu, however, is one of those things that it is 
more dangerous for older people with and, and people with underlying conditions, and unfortunately younger people too. If there is a good side about COVID-19, Hong Kong flu is that it seems to have left, um, especially in its lethality, it's left young people alone. Now, that doesn't mean that there, ha- that there aren't exceptions to that. You see, and this is the crazy part. This is the crazy part. It's the crazy part is that it has, for the most part, left young, young people, especially children, alone. Which is why it is a good idea for all sorts of reasons. And although not perfectly safe, because frankly, things aren't ever perfectly safe. Now, I don't really understand why that's a hard concept for people to get. But it really is, it's, it's amazing. It's freaking amazing to me. That that simple concept is something that is completely lost on people. I mean... It is simply lost on people. That things were never safe. At least not safe in the way that the controllers and the manipulators want you to believe that somehow they were before COVID. There are a few phrases that I have grown to hate. Hate. And hate's a very strong word. The first phrase is, we're all in this together. Because we're not. When municipalities have mandates and encourage and encourage neighbors to turn each other in for not social distancing, for not wearing masks, for any number of other violations of the edicts, proves automatically that we are not in this together. The other one, of course, is the new normal, because there ain't nothing normal about this. And I'm simply not going to accept that this is a way that I'm going to live the rest of my life on this planet. I will not accept it. I will not accept it. I will not accept it. This is not, this this may be new, but it ain't normal, and it, it is not how I'm going to live the rest of my life. I hate that phrase. Well, this is our new normal. Like everything, like this is what we're going to do. That everybody, that every, that every, somebody got to decide in three months, this is what we're going to do forever. Well, no. I almost swore. No. Not. Not at all. That's not how this is going to go. It's not. And people say, say this to me and they, and frankly, they say it to me, and they say it with the best possible intentions. They really are are being nice. Be safe. And immediately I want to go, be safe from what? Be safe from what? 
be safe from a virus that in my state has a 1.51 lethality or death rate? Be safe from that? Well, that's pretty damn easy. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty freaking easy. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go look at any doorknobs. Yeah, I'm not going to find some some super sick COVID patients and start tongue-kissing them. I'm being gross on purpose. Because that's not what I'm going to do. And I almost have to do, and I almost, almost have to do that. I almost have to do just that. To end up catching this virus. And dying from it. I might catch it. I might. But there is probably almost, well, right now, in my county, 1.08% lethality rate. One point, and, it's, and it's ticked up just a tidge because it was below 1% for days. Because the number of deaths have increased. Now, let's talk about how that's impossible. I mean, how that's possible. They don't report all the deaths every day. They do what I'm going to call a death dump. And even with that death dump of some, looks like, 40 deaths, it was 188 yesterday and it's 232 today. No, I'm sorry, it was 192. And now it's 232. 30 or 40 in a row, and I'll call them death dumps. It kicked the the lethality rate up from 0.91 to 1.8. Now we're now and now here's what we're going to watch. We're going to watch the death rate continue to tick down, even as the cases tick up. So this idea that uh, these people come at me and and they and again they say it so sweetly. So nicely. Be safe. Be safe from what? Somehow, that thing, you know, the, the, that media, 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 media has gotten this thing out there that somehow life is more dangerous than it was before. And it's Donald Trump's fault. That life is more dangerous than it's been. And I'm here to tell you that life isn't a tick more dangerous than it's been. Life is, it's never been safe. Every communicable disease in the world is still an ecosystem. And you can still get it. The Spanish flu. Ebola. The Black Plague. Polio. Whooping cough. Scarlet fever. Still out there. Tuberculosis. People still get TB. Do you know that people still get friggin' TB? And TB will kill your ass. Tuberculosis will kill your ass. Just like everything else I mentioned. And people still get it. 
HIV. We don't talk much about HIV anymore. It's still in the ecosystem. People are still getting it. You got to rub up against somebody in a really intimate way to get it. But people, but some people are still dying from it. We don't seem to care as much. Once the disease got politicized, now we just don't talk about it anymore. Now, Hollyweird just has a day every, you know what, you know every year where everybody wears a red ribbon, and everybody's real sad for a day, and then we don't talk about it. But it's still out there, and nobody's asking for anybody's behavior. Uh, or 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 any, anything to be curtailed or changed. No, just the, just the opposite, really. But be safe. Yeah, a phrase I I I, I can't stand in the least. Be safe, new normal. And um, we're in this together. We're all in this together. No, we are not. Not even a little bit. Another phrase that I'm that, that that I'm starting to hate is follow the science. Follow you need to follow the science. It's the same it's the same people who come at you with climate change science pretending that the science is settled. That's the thing about science, it's never settled. So we need to stop pretending that the science is settled and that all of the experts agree there is no such thing as settled science and there are thousands of recognized reputable doctors, virologists, scientists, and epidemiologists all over the world who have been boldly speaking out against the mainstream media narrative for several months. If you don't already know this, it simply proves that you don't know what's going on. You're not a hero out saving lives. Your mask isn't a cape. You're simply a vi- uh, you're simply virtue signaling and doing exactly what your television is telling you to do. And that's nothing to brag about. I have friends on my Facebook page who are at me because what I'm not doing is and they should have known this by the crazy part is they should have known this by now. I'm not just following what the TV is telling me to do. And I actually had one of my friends tell me that I should follow the science. And what I said to him was, follow what science? Whose science? Whose science? Whose science? He's like, what are you reading? Well, I'm uh, I'm reading reports from, I don't know, the freaking New England Journal of Medicine telling me that we that, that in this study they already know that cloth masks or masks wore outside of the healthcare system are pretty ineffectual. And I guess, here's the deal, I guess that something is better than nothing. But to mandate that in a community, because that's eh, something better than nothing. To force people to do that based on that level of science? 
is reprehensible. Strong recommendation from health, from city, uh, county, state health officials. I'm down with that. Even providing people who are looking for that perfection, for that protection, masks or whatever, face coverings, gaiters, whatever. Although you can't get into Disney World with a gaiter. That's that dust cover that you can pull up around your neck. No, they. they you got to have a mask. You got to have a. You got to have a mask. And a face shield and a, and a face cover. Yeah, the heat index um, yesterday was 106 degrees. I'm not sure what's going to happen when people start start dropping like flies out there. And with the mask and the face covering, start getting internal start getting temperatures above 100 consistently. They're not sick. They just got heat exhaustion. I just can't wait until that starts happening. Because as the summer rolls on, here in Florida, July is bad, but July ain't got on August. I'm just going to tell you. Y'all looking at temperatures, and a lot of the rest of the country is like, wow, it's really hot there. Yeah, but fall's coming. It'll be August soon. You thought July was hot? August is going to be like, wait, hold my beer. Because that's how it is. That's how it is. And, as you know as an adult, if any of these mitigating, or these or this mitigation is having any effect at all, now I don't believe it's having much effect, or, uh, if, if, if any, but it's, if it's having any effect at all, what we're simply doing, I know you're already saying it, you're saying it with, say it with me, delaying the inevitable. People are going to catch COVID. They are. It's from the same family as the common cold. As far as, excuse me, as far as viruses go. People are going to catch it and people will continue to catch it. And, and media will continue to add those numbers onto the, onto the total. And it almost seems like, doesn't it? No. I said this on Facebook, and boy, I got dragged big time, but um, but y'all know I don't care, right? It seems like there are people out there who are cheering for the virus. They seem to be cheering for the virus. Yeah, I wrote, seems like some of y'all are cheering for the virus. Somebody, somebody responded, I don't know anyone who's cheering for the virus. And of course, somebody, you know what, and my immediate and extended families, which include nurse, four nurses and one physician, two at risk, are listening to the experts and listening at the, you know, and looking at the data and are taking all the necessary precautions at this historic time. More fucking hyperbole. All of us feel it's so sad, unfortunate, and irresponsible that some folks are making and wearing a mask political. Well, you know what? Who made the mask political? The liberal left. When 
when the person who has access to all the information decided not to wear a mask. That's when it became political. The right didn't make it political. It was the liberal left me leftist media that made it political. Because everything about this person is political. No, no matter what. Whether he has tacos, eats chicken, has two scoops of ice cream instead of one. Every damn thing is political when it comes to talk when we're talking about Donald Trump. So if you're concerned and if you're saddened that this has become a political thing, it, well, you know what? Blame CNN, blame MSNBC, blame the New York Times, blame the Washington Post. Go after them. Tell them, shame on you, sons of bitches. But you won't. But you won't. You won't. Of course you won't. CIO CS, Soup 5, ITES SW2, 2GIT. These contracts are just a few of the many federal contracts Connection Public Sector Solutions supports. Connection's IT hardware, software, and services for federal agencies are budget-friendly and delivered with exceptional customer service, easing procurement challenges, and day-to-day frustrations. Connection Public Sector Solutions, guiding the connection between people and technology. Learn more at connection.com slash fedcontracts. What forges commitment? In America's Navy, you'll think about quitting. From the drills, the aches, the cold. But shipmates face every challenge as one. Every push to the edge. Every call to defend. Because out here, we're part of something bigger. A force that never quits. The sea forges commitment in every sailor. America's Navy, forged by the sea. Discover commitment at Navy.com. Because you're glad it's political. It gives you cover. It gives you cover. Because what you know is that a lot of this COVID reaction is an overreaction and ridiculous. And you can talk about the science. You can talk about following the science. I've done a lot I think I've done a great uh, uh, a great deal, and probably a great deal more than a lot of people. Because I kind of I kind of like numbers, and I like how numbers work. And I, I'm trying to develop my number sense about stuff. Um, I have been watching Florida because Florida is getting dragged. Uh, because of the increasing number of cases. Right now, as of uh, two days ago, well, let me, I, I may even be able to go to today. Yes. The number of cases in, uh, in Hillsborough County, where I live, is 21,657. In a county of 1.4 million people. 
That's not a big number, is it? Let's do the math. Let's just do the math. Not a big number. A small number, really. When you start talking about public policy. Because that's what we're talking about. You see, what what we're talking about is deciding public policy. Not the, um, the sadness of somebody uh, who contracts this virus has underlying conditions and passes away. That's not what we're that's not what we're talking about and you can't you you cannot build um public policy based on such you can't every single death every single death is tragic ab Absolutely tragic. And I don't think any and I don't think anybody has ever said anything else. I mean I usually I usually preface all of what I of, of of what I'm talking about here on yes. It's sad when grandma dies. Grandma's grandma's eighty seven, grandma's ninety three, grandma's ninety seven, grandma's hundred and four sad when they die. But it makes sense, doesn't it? Let's look. We said now we've we've been looking at these at these numbers and you have to excuse me because I'm looking at I'm looking at my other computer. Yes, I have two computers. I'm so blessed. I have have I have one old computer and one really old computer, I'm, but I'm still blessed. Um, let's see. We've been watching these numbers since people started talking about the uptick. Uh, the uptick happened back uh, March, excuse me, March, uh, June 27th. And we're about, we're, we're, all, we're getting to be about a month in. So we, we've been watching since then. And the number of cases at that point on on June 27 were eight you know what in Hillsborough County where I where I live a community of 1.4 million people was 8018 and yes that number of cases has skyrocketed to 21,000 it's a lot on June 27th we had a total of 132 sadly Horribly, 132 deaths. And since then, we have added 100 people to the death toll. Now, I'm not saying that, and please, I'm not saying that in a way that I'm discounting the tragedies of their death. And I'm just going to accept as fact that these were COVID deaths. There is evidence out there, a growing body of evidence, that not every death is a COVID death. I'm just going to give, I'm just going to, for argument's sake, 
give them the benefit of the doubt. We give them the benefit of the doubt. These were COVID deaths. It's been a hundred since June 27th. In a little less than a month. So my county, let's talk about a little bit. Um, so we look at the death percentage and, and what it is today is 1.08. Actually, is 1.076 of people who have contracted coronavirus, COVID-19, Hong Kong flu, Chinese flu, the Chinese Communist Party flu or virus here in Hillsborough County that have died where I live. I only talk about where I live. If we were in, if I was in uh, Suffolk County, New York, we'd be having a, another discussion. Their death rate is still over 8%. Their death rate is still over 8%. Thanks to the mismanagement of, of Andrew Cuomo and Bill de Blasio, their death rate is still over 8%. And the crappy way they live, just saying. Ain't, yeah, I'm hating too. I was gonna, I was gonna say ain't hating, just saying. No, I'm hating and saying. So let's look at it. So let's look at an, another number of, of where I live. Cases versus population. Of the population of Florida, which is one million four hundred seventy-one thousand nine hundred eighty-six. That means one point four percent of people in Hillsborough County have contr- somehow contracted. COVID-19. Again, I'm just going to believe the stats that are there. I'm not going to even question the stats. If I'm re- if I'm really doing hard science, I am in there and I'm questioning every damn stat and I'm finding out if these numbers are actually correct. I'm just not buying it. I'm just not following the science and paying attention to the experts in my virtual signaling bullshit kind of manner. I'm not doing that. What I, what I would actually be doing was digging in and making and making sure that all these numbers were correct. But for the sake of this discussion, I'm just going to make the assumption. I want to give these people the benefit of the doubt. These numbers come from John Hopkins University. They don't come from Alex Jones and, and InfoWars. These are from John Hopkins University. So we're just going to make the assumption, give them the benefit of the doubt, these numbers are correct which means only 1.46 or 1.5% of residents in Hillsborough County have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Okay? Now, that's cases. How, what's the percentage of people who have died versus the population? Versus the entire population, not the pe- not just the po- versus uh, the number of cases, because that's different. We've already said what that is. Versus versus the number of cases, one point zero eight percent of people who, who who have contracted the virus have succumbed to it in Hillsborough County. In Hillsborough County, where I live, make sure I'm telling you the truth. Point zero one five percent 
of people where I live in Hillsborough County have died from coronavirus. That's incredible, isn't it? Statistically, nobody in my county has died of coronavirus. Based on based on the population and you and you have to have the stones and the academic integrity to base public policy on hard data, not mushy, gushy feelings. As much as as much as I hate it when I hear that someone has succumbed, as much as I hated that, that someone has struggled struggled with the virus and ended up on a ventilator and is struggling for their life. I as much as as much as that pains me, because your host has been on a damn ventilator and have struck and, and, and has fought for every damn breath. I have personally been there. So you know what? You can't tell me it about that. Those of you who haven't done it, you can't tell me a damn thing about it because I've already been there. So that pains me to know that that's happening. But when setting public policy, you have to leave that out of the equation. When setting up guidelines for everybody, the other 99.99% of people, you cannot govern you cannot make rules for the exception. The exception cannot be the rule. In the state of Florida, for all you Florida haters, uh, right now we've got 215,775 confirmed cases according to John Hopkins University. And again, we, we know that that number is suspect. But what we, what we do know is, well, maybe we know, is that for, we've unfortunately had 4,677 deaths. one point four four eight percent And that number dropped from yesterday, too. And has been dropping every day. And we've got just about a percent of the country, a little bit more, a little more than a percent of the state has been, actually 10%, a little more than 10% of the state has been tested. 2,870, excuse me, 17,781 um, tests have been given. There are 21 million people who live in the state of Florida. 21 million people. That's a lot. Let's look at that number. Again, if because if if we just go by the emotion of it, we will set the wrong public policy and probably end up hurting more people than helping them. You understand what I'm saying? We must get the emotion out of it as hard as it is because because this emotion is our fellow citizens our our friends our neighbors so i understand 
I'm not doing that. You know, I had somebody on my Facebook page that I frankly, I've had traditionally a lot of respect for. Who basically virtue signaled to everybody that that they were a doctor and they and they knew more and they cared more. Mm, no, you don't care. You you can't tell me how much I care. You don't get to do that. You you may know a little bit more than I do, but I'm looking at your work going. Hmm. Yes, 13 percent of people in the state of Florida have been tested because there's 21 million people. There's 21 million people, and they've and we've tested. 2.8 million people. We're talking about 13.4%, 13, 13.5% of people in Florida have been tested. And that's a lot. That's a pretty damn good sampling. 10% is a pretty good sampling. And that number is increasing. Before too long, we will have probably um, 20% or 25% of people in the state tested. And that should give us a, 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 a very good picture of what we're dealing with. So far, so far real good. So far damn good. So far a lot better than New York. So far a lot better than California. So far a lot better than my home state of New Jersey. So far a lot better than a lot of places. In, in a world that's a little simpler comes the tale of Veltima fungicide. Swift, simple, and secure. It's a corn-growing story without all the drama. Unless you add totally epic music, really random sound effects, and a cool announcer guy. Get ready for the blockbuster yields of the summer with Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming soon to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions. Scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Available in different prices and varieties at a lottery retailer near you. The Virginia Lottery. Every day wins. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. I'm not cheering for the virus. I'm cheering for us. Aren't you? Listen, thanks so much for tuning in to um, Flyback 2020. We can wrap. Uh, we can wrap. Listen, do me a favor. Go to the website. Go to the website. Uh, the website is www.fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. Scroll down and sign up and let us get your email address. Please. I know. <laughs> you know, it's like when you ask for somebody's email address. It's like you're asking to borrow their car. <laughs> it really is like you're asking to borrow their car. Um, the fact of the matter is that with Facebook being the way it is and with Twitter being the way it is and Instagram being the way it is and social media being the way it is, it is sometimes very difficult for us to contact you guys and let you know what's going on. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, they all throttle conservatives. There's, I mean, there's this bias, and they throttle conservatives, and the last thing they want here in this election season is for us to get organized, for us to communicate, find ways to communicate. So we got to go, what I'm what I'm calling back channel sometimes. Back channel is we got to go through email because it may be the only way that we can actually connect. Facebook is only showing 
about if you've got I've got something like I don't know how many how many Facebook friends and I use that word because they use it uh, not everybody who's who's one of my Facebook quote friends end quote um, they're, they're mostly contacts three thousand nine hundred and eleven of any particular post I may have as many as as many as 20 people see it so who am I talking to? A very small group of people. So I could put up a Facebook post and 20 people may see it. And you probably won't be one of them. But if I can send you to your email box a direct, you know what, a message. Or text to your phone. We don't have the ability to text you yet, so don't worry about that. We don't have that ability. We want it, but we don't have that ability. So what I'm saying to you is that in in this election year, for us to come together as conservatives, for us to plan, for us to market, for us to organize, we're going to have to do something different. You have to go to fightbackmedia.com, 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 scroll down to the contact, give us your name and your email address. And any other pertinent information that you think is important where you live or whatever. And let's see if we can organize. The idea is let's not wait for the Republican Party. I know. We can't wait for the Republican Party. And we can't wait for we can't wait for the Heritage Foundation and we can't wait for the Cato Institute and we can't wait for the local I mean for the local Republican clubs or the state Republican parties. We can't wait for them to organize things. Even good people like Freedom Works. We're gonna have to do a lot of this on our I don't know if you've noticed, but we're gonna have to do a lot of this on on, on our own. We're going to have to be the meaning of grassroots. And grassroots isn't somebody who waits for a large, well-funded organization to show up and provides all the stuff for grassroots organizations. That's not what grassroots is. Grassroots is, you know what, you and I deciding that right now, the way things are, I got an idea. We're going to have a, um, have a Zoom meeting of people who are um, liberty-loving people who want to know what to do with the whole Black Lives Matter thing in your community. You need some help. You need some help in ideas. You need some help in marketing. You need some help in, in, in whatever. How can you communicate with like-minded people? Well, you got to be able to connect first. So go to fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Scroll down the page until you find the contact me information and enter the information that's uh, that it asks for. That's all. Anything else you might think is pertinent? And let's communicate. Let's go ahead. Let's get together. Let's get together. Yeah, let's. Let's get together. Yep, let's get together. Oops, got got, got some problems there. Uh, Yeah. Let's do that. 
because I think that that's going to be super. I think I think that is incredibly important moving on. Yeah, you, you, on the main page, you go over to more and contact, and there you go. You can this there's my con, there's my contact information, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter. You can subscribe to the blog. Uh, please do that. And right now on the face on the uh, Fightback Media uh, 2020 um, page is Barry Weiss's. Who, who was the um, a editor of, of the op-ed page, her resignation letter. It's some eye-opening material about the inner workings and culture of the, the, the old gray lady, the paper, the, uh, paper of record, um, and what's going on internally there, according to Barry Weiss. All right, all right, folks, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. It is nearly 1 o'clock in the morning on the, on, on the East Coast. Because it gets later here faster than it gets later anywhere else. Again, thank you ever much, ever so much for tuning in today and listening. Share this with your friends, your neighbors. Share share with the people that that you don't like. Share it with the people that don't like you. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while well, the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. Turn any day into a party with amazing cocktails made with Stella Rosa wines, like the tropical Stella Rosa Rita. Mix Stella Rosa pineapple with orange liqueur, tequila, guava juice, and lime juice. Shake what your mama gave you, then pour over ice and enjoy. Mmm. Find more delicious drink recipes at stellarosawines.com slash cocktails. Celebrate. Stella Rosa. Celebrate responsibly.